When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. In a democracy, one of the core pillars of a democracy is having free and fair elections. I've been warning you now for quite some time that Democrats do not believe in that pillar, and really don't even believe in this country or a democracy or the rights of the voters to be able to decide who they want to be a leader. If you don't believe me, go back to 2016. What were Democrats saying? They were saying that Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. They also then decided to impeach Donald Trump over the Steele dossier, a dossier and a uh, dossier that they paid for. A dossier that they funded, a dossier that the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democrat National Committee knew from the very beginning was filled with lies that they created out of thin air, that they paid someone to create lies out of thin air. It was a movie script. It was just used to undermine a man running for president. But even after Donald Trump won, they said, we can't have this. We're going to overthrow the will of the people. We don't like the people. We don't trust the people. We don't believe in the people. So what are we going to do? We're going to then try to get rid of the president because we don't like who they chose. And we're going to do it with intel and information that we created. That's how far gone the Socialist Communist Democratic Party is. But now they're doing it to their own voters. Before, they were doing that to their opponents. But now they've decided in this upcoming election cycle, this presidential election cycle, that they are going to do it to their own voters, what they did to Trump supporters and half the country that decided they didn't want Hillary Clinton to be president when they voted for Donald J. Trump. Florida Democrats have announced that they are keeping Representative Dean Phillips, Democrat from Minnesota, and President Joe Biden's other opponents off of the state's primary ballot, handing Biden the state's 250 delegates Politico has learned and is reporting on as of late Thursday night. Thursday marked the deadline for the Florida Democrat and Republican parties to submit their lists of approved candidates for their prospective primaries. And Biden was the lone name on the Democratic ticket. Phillips took 
to X, formerly known as Twitter, to contend that the move disenfranchises millions and millions of Florida voters and said he would challenge this absolute nonsense, saying, quote, the Florida Democratic Party is gifting all 250 state delegates to Joe Biden without a single vote being cast. We won't stand for it. Take a listen to the Democrat in his own words as he put out this video. Hey everybody, what happened in Florida yesterday is a tragedy and a travesty. The Florida Democratic Party decided, just a handful of people, decided to disenfranchise millions of Democratic voters in Florida by saying we're not going to have a presidential primary. I'm running for president. There are others running for president as Democrats. And this is the kind of stuff that happens in Tehran, not in Tallahassee. We've got to do something about this. I've been a lifelong Democrat. You know that. Supported our party since I was in my 20s. Been a member of Congress for three terms and was a member of House Democratic leadership. I've never seen something so absurd so disenfranchising and so suppressive of Democratic voters. So please help us out. Go to Dean24.com and support our effort to pursue legal channels to rectify this absolute nonsense, tragic day for electoral democracy in America. Thanks, everybody. Dean Phillips for president putting out that official statement and asking others to support him and what he says now will be the legal challenges. What happened in Florida yesterday is a tragedy and a travesty. I love the fact that he said this is something you would have expect to happen in Tehran, not in Tallahassee. Now, Moraine Williamson will also be left off the ballot in the Sunshine State as well. Marianne Williamson, by the way, will also be left off the ballot in the Sunshine State. This comes as 35% of registered Democratic primary voters have said publicly in the latest poll numbers that they will not or are not behind Joe Biden. That according to a Harris poll published yesterday. Biden, by the way, took 65% of the response, followed by Williamson at 8% and Phillips at 4%. Another 24% were either undecided or planned to vote, quote, for someone else. Now, the full poll, which also gauged national trends and the temperature of the Republican primary, sampled more than 4,000 voters from November the 22nd through the 28th, and the margin of error was plus or minus 1.6%. This is exactly why the Democrats said, screw it. We won't have a primary in Florida. Why do we need to have a primary in Florida if we fix and rig the election anyway? Who cares if you're being disenfranchised? Who cares that this is to suppress Democratic voters? Now, in response to a separate statement sent to Politico, Florida Democratic Chair Nikki Freed, a failed 2022 gubernatorial candidate, called Phillips' concerns conspiratorial. We are dismayed by Dean Phillips' conspiratorial and inappropriate comments comparing the state of Florida to the Iranian regime as part of his knee-jerk reaction to long-established procedures, Freed said. This is unbecoming of someone running for higher office. Williamson also took to X to strongly criticize the Democratic Party's Florida move. Marianne said, quote, well, you won't believe what Florida is doing now. You have to jump through a lot of hoops to get on the ballot in states across the country. But Florida takes the cake. They won't even let you try. The Florida Secretary of State has decided to simply allow. The Florida Secretary of State has decided to simply allow the Florida Democratic Party 
to decide who it wants to be on the ballot. The Democratic Party said we only want Joe Biden. Please. This absurd and unconstitutional display is exactly how an authoritarian state works. People are told they can vote, but are informed by someone else who their options will be. The words of my father keep ringing in my ear. Beat the system, kids. Beat the system. More to come. So again, in Florida, the Democratic Party has made it very, very clear. They're saying, screw you. You, as a, as a party, as a voter, if you are a Democrat, we decide who the candidate is for you. You don't get to decide. Now, let me also say this. If Florida is going to be able to get away with this, I would absolutely expect that other states are going to do the exact same damn thing. And what this tells you about the Democratic Party is that the Democratic Party is dead. The Democratic Party is a party that dictates to their supporters exactly what it is they can or can't do, who they can or can't vote for. This is the reason why you got Joe Biden in the first place. They decided it was going to be Joe Biden. Everybody else be damned. They'll do anything they have to to get rid of you. And if you get in their way, they just won't allow you on the ballot. Now, I, I, I laugh because I tweeted this out uh, to Miriam, who was, you know, Williamson, who was upset, right? And I get why she was upset. I really do. And I, and, and I am defending the fact that she should have been on the ballot. But, you know, I put her diatribe out there and I put, so election fixing is cool until your own Democratic Party does it to you. And that's what this basically is. She is out there and she is saying that she's furious the Democratic Party did this. Well, did you think they weren't going to do this to you eventually? They did it to Republicans. Why wouldn't they do it to you? When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Let me also just say one final thing uh, about if you're in another state and you're a liberal, you're a Democrat, you're listening to the show, this is your wake-up call moment. And, and if you're a Democrat in Florida, the only way this works out is if people in Florida are so angry over this, and I do believe they should be angry over this, but if they're so angry over it, they refuse to give the Democratic Party that just disenfranchised them their vote. Now, I don't know if that will happen, right? Because by then, people will be like, oh, well, we hate Donald Trump if he's the nominee, and there's every indication he's going to be the nominee for the Republican Party, that that may be enough to rally Democrats and to overlook this primary. But but you guys aren't voting for Democrats anymore. You're voting for socialists. You're voting for dictators. You're voting for communists. The same way that Democrats went full-blown communist, socialist dictatorship uh, with COVID-19 and those lockdowns, they'll do it again. And that's the point. Now they're doing it to Democrats. It was cool, and it was fun when they were doing it to Republicans, right? And when they were doing it to Trump supporters, that was fun. When you're impeaching a guy that you didn't want to be president on information you knew was a lie because you guys created it, right? That was, that was fun for Democrats. But now it's happening to Democrats that aren't in the hierarchy of the dictatorship. And you either learn from this or if you don't and you give them more power because of it, that's on you. You're the idiot. If you continue to vote for these guys that take away and disenfranchise your vote. Now, we'll see what happens. I don't have a lot of faith in Democratic voters, full disclosure here. But I do think that this is a moment where Democrats might want to wake up and look and go, "Okay, this party is dead It's not what it used to be, and now they're taking away our right to decide who our leaders will be. And we're not going to vote for people like that. It's going to be a big moment for Democrats. They can either stand up to the tyrants or they can bow down to to them like they're the dictators they are. It's their choice. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say the only one, I mean it. They're the only one. They make a huge difference every time that you pay your bill because they actually give back to conservative causes and organizations to help you stand up for what you believe in. While you're paying a bill, you're going to have anyways. This is the part that I love about Patriot Mobile. They're making a difference every time you pay your bill, every time you make a phone call, every time that you send a text message. Patriot Mobile actually gives money back to protect First and Second Amendment rights, to protect the lives of unborn children. And that's what they're doing right now as they celebrate their 10th anniversary. If you switch right now to Patriot Mobile, they are going to give a donation to help protect life and to help mothers choose life to an organization that does everything they can to protect the lives of unborn children. Then every month when you pay your bill, They're going to continue to support the causes that I just mentioned. And this is exactly why you need to make the switch. If you're tired of woke companies, switch your cell phone to Patriot Mobile. Whether you are a business, a small business, or just a family, you can switch and they make switching easy. They have a 100% U.S.-based call center, making switching extremely easy. You're going to get nationwide coverage, unlimited talk and text, and usually save real money on your bill. 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. 
Patriot or go online to PatriotMobile.com slash Ben. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ben or 972-PATRIOT. Now, I want to move on to something else that's big now, and that is this. Anthony Fauci, we're being told now, is going to appear before the House Pandemic Panel. Former White House medical advisor Fauci will appear before the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic in January to provide a two-day interview regarding his role in the public health response during the COVID-19 outbreak. The transcribed interview, they say, will take place January the 8th and 9th and will involve seven hours of testimony per day and attendance by two personal and two governmental council members. Along with his interview, the subcommittee announced that Fauci also agreed to testify later in 2024. House Republicans have long stated their intention to bring Fauci in for testimony since he stepped down from government work last year. He also served as the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases for nearly 40 years. And when Fauci first announced his intention to step aside from his role, Representative Kevin McCarthy wrote on social media that, quote, he owes the American people answers and the House GOP majority will hold him accountable. Now, Fauci said at the time that he would fully cooperate with House Republicans in their probe of the COVID-19 pandemic. Since stepping down, he is taking on a role as a distinguished professor at Georgetown University. Distinguished? Really? Dr. Fauci was the face of America's public health response during the COVID-19 pandemic, and his testimony will serve as a crucial and critical component of the select subcommittee's investigation to the origins of COVID-19. Also, gain-of-function type research, scientific censorship, and more. That is what the subcommittee chair, Brad Winstrup, a Republican from Ohio, said in a statement. He also said that they were going to ask him about coercive mandates and the mandates from the U.S. government, saying this. It is time for Dr. Fauci to confront the facts and address the numerous controversies that have arisen during and after the pandemic. Americans deserve trusted public health leaders who prioritize the well-being of our people over any personal or political goals. With that being said, let me tell you something else that just happened coming out of Texas. The attorney general there, Ken Paxton, has sued Pfizer for misrepresenting COVID-19 vaccine efficiency and conspiring to censor public discourse. This out of Austin. Texas Attorney General Kim Paxson has sued Pfizer for unlawfully misrepresenting the effectiveness of the company's COVID-19 vaccine and attempting to censor public discussion of the product. The Attorney General's office has released this document. They say that Pfizer, and they're accusing Pfizer of engaging in false, deceptive, and misleading acts and practices by making unsupported claims regarding the company's COVID-19 vaccine in violation of the Deceptive Trade Practices Act. The pharmaceutical company's widespread representation that its vaccine possessed a 95% Efficiency against infection was highly misleading. That metric represented a calculation of the so-called relative risk reduction for vaccinated individuals in Pfizer's initial two-month clinical trial results. The FDA's 
publications indicated relative risk reduction is a misleading statistic that unduly influences consumer choice. Pfizer was also put on notice at that time that vaccine protection could not accurately be predicted beyond two months. Nevertheless, Pfizer fostered a misleading impression that vaccine protection was durable and purposely withheld from the public information that undermined its claims about the duration of protection. And despite the fact that its clinical trials failed to measure whether the vaccine protects against transmission, Pfizer embarked on a massive campaign to intimidate the public into getting the vaccine as a necessary measure to protect their loved ones. And by the way, who conspired with Pfizer to do this? None other than Dr. Anthony Fauci. Ken Paxton goes on to say from the Attorney General's office in Texas, in fact, Pfizer's product failed to live up to the company's representations. COVID-19 cases increased after widespread vaccine administration. And some areas saw a greater percentage of deaths from COVID-19 among the vaccinated population than the unvaccinated. When the failure of its product became apparent, the AG's office is now accusing Pfizer of this. Pfizer then pivoted to silencing truth tellers. The lawsuit notes, quote, how did Pfizer respond when it became apparent that its vaccine was failing and the viability of its cash cow was threatened? The question asks, here's the answer. The AG accuses and says, quote, by intimidating those spreading the truth and by conspiring to censor its critics. Pfizer labeled as criminals those who spread facts about the vaccine. It accused them of spreading misinformation and it coerced social media platforms to silence prominent truth tellers. Finally, the AG's office says this. We are pursuing justice for the people of Texas, many of whom were coerced by tyrannical vaccine mandates to take a defective product sold by lies, said Attorney General Ken Paxton. The facts are clear. Pfizer did not tell the truth about their COVID-19 vaccines. Whereas the Biden administration weaponized the pandemic to force illegal public health decrees on the public and enrich pharmaceutical companies. Kim Paxson said, quote, I will use every tool I have to protect our citizens who were misled and harmed by Pfizer's actions. The lawsuit follows Attorney General Kim Paxson's investigation into Pfizer and other vaccine manufacturers announced earlier this year. Thank goodness there are people like Kim Paxson who are out there that are doing this and willing to fight this fight. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I want to get you to something else that also is really important, and that is a response now from the House Oversight Committee from the demands that were made this past week by Hunter Biden and his lawyers that he would only testify in a public setting in a public hearing. Well, the House Oversight Committee has responded with this. No special treatment for Hunter Biden saying Hunter Biden must comply with our subpoena and appear for a deposition. We will not receive he will not receive special treatment or dictate how Congress conducts investigations. After Hunter Biden sits down for a deposition, we will hold a public hearing at a later date. Democrats should have no concern with this process, as this is how they conducted their impeachment inquiry of former President Donald Trump and the January 6th committee. Representative James Comer and Jim Jordan put a full letter out to Abe Lowell. That is the man representing Hunter Biden, and here's what it says. Dear Mr. Lowell, we received a letter dated November 28th of 2023 concerning the deposition subpoenas issued to your client, Robert Hunter Biden. We appreciate your confirmation that Mr. Biden is available and willing to testify on December the 13th, pursuant to the terms of the subpoena. The rules of the House of Representatives and the respective committee rules. This testimony will occur initially in a deposition setting as has been the consistent practice of the committee of the House of Representatives in recent Congresses. During both Republican and Democrat majorities, as well as these committees during this inquiry. We also appreciate your confirmation that Mr. Biden is willing to testify at a public hearing. We look forward to his testimony in a hearing at the appropriate time. Your recent letter makes several baseless and misleading assertions that we are compelled to clarify. It implies that the committee has no valid legislative purpose for these subpoenas. Any such such assertion is incorrect. The Supreme Court has recognized that Congress has a broad and indispensable power to conduct oversight, which which encompasses inquiries into the administration of existing laws. 
studies of proposed laws and surveys in our social, economic, or political system for the purpose of enabling Congress to remedy them. As we have explained, the committees require Mr. Biden's testimony to inform potential legislative reforms relating to federal ethics and financial disclosure laws. In addition, the committees are investigating whether sufficient grounds exist to draft articles of impeachment against President Biden based on evidence received to date, showing that President Biden was aware of at least some of his family's business ventures and sought to influence potential business deals that financially benefited his family. The letter goes on to say this. You also suggest that there is no evidence to support a finding that Mr. Biden's business dealings implicated the official actions of his father. This is contrary to the facts already established throughout the investigation, as we have detailed in the memorandum explaining the scope of the impeachment inquiry. Witnesses have testified not only that Mr. Biden sold the Biden brand, but also to how Mr. Biden placed his father on speakerphone 20 times. <laughs> 20 times with business associates and how he introduced his father in person during business meetings with foreign business partners. Furthermore, records from an FBI confidential human source detailed a bribery scheme in which President Biden allegedly participated with his son. Despite your bluster, the evidence remains undisputed. Your letter is merely an extension of your coordinated campaign to discredit the allegations against Mr. Biden, distort the truth, and attack the integrity of witnesses against Mr. Biden. In June of 2023, you wrote to the House Ways and Means Committee asserting without evidence that two IRS whistleblowers had violated federal law by making protected whistleblower disclosures. You slandered these brave IRS whistleblowers as disgruntled agents with an axe to grind and suggested again without evidence that these men were responsible for leaks to media outlets. You and Mr. Biden's former attorney, Chris Clark, also demanded that senior Justice Department officials Federal employees who served at the pleasure of Mr. Biden's father criminally investigate and prosecute witnesses against Mr. Biden. Your attempts to now bully and intimidate the committees will not stand. James Comer, Jim Jordans go on to say this. Mr. Biden's attempt to avoid sitting for a deposition pursuant to the terms of the subpoenas by offering instead to testify at a public hearing amounts to a demand that he receives special treatment from the committee. Mr. Biden will not succeed in attempting to, to dictate to the committees how they conduct their investigations. The subpoenas Mr. Biden has received compel him to appear before the committee for a deposition. They are not mere suggestions open to Mr. Biden's interpretation or preference. Several Justice Department, FBI, and IRS officials have testified in transcribed interviews and deposition settings, as has Devin Archer, Mr. Biden's business associate. Notably, other Hunter Biden business associates are also cooperating with our subpoenas and not demanding a public hearing first. 
Mr. Biden seems to believe that he should be treated differently than other witnesses before the committees. Nonetheless, if it helps to alleviate your stated concerns, you should be aware that, consistent with House and committee rules and practices, we intend to videotape the deposition and release the deposition transcript soon after its completion. (laughs) The committee's investigation will proceed uh, without interference or obstruction, please confirm by December the 4th your client's attendance at the deposition scheduled for December the 13th in the Rayburn House Office Building. Sincerely, James Comer, Chairman, Committee on Oversight and Accountability, and signed by Jim Jordan, Chairman, Committee of the, on the Judiciary. So they're calling the Bidens bluff, and they're also saying in this letter, no special treatment for Hunter Biden. We're not going to allow you to have that special treatment that you want. We're not going to allow you to do this. We're not going to allow you to say this. Like, we're just not going to. No, this isn't going to happen. Okay, this is this is you, you, you think you can bully us. You're wrong. You think you can get away with this. You're wrong. You think that you can somehow dictate. No, he's going to be treated like everybody else at exactly the same way. And again, that is exactly how this should go. This really isn't, I want to be clear about this, this really, 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 really isn't that controversial. Okay, this just makes good sense to me. This is just something that, that to me makes a lot of sense. And I, I, I will say that James Comer and Jim Jordan are handling this with the professionalism that they should and also calling them out, saying, all right, you guys want to play this game? Let's play this game. You want to do this? Then let's do this. James Comer saying this before the cameras as he walked out of his office earlier today. We know if Hunter Biden has changed his mind and decided to appear for a closed-door transcribed uh, meeting with your committee, sir. I don't know if he changed his mind or not. I don't care. Uh, he has a subpoena to come here on the 13th for a deposition. We expect him to come here on the 13th for a deposition. And then we'll have the public hearing that everyone wants to have. Remember, he's not special in our committee's hearings. God bless these men for standing up and doing what they're doing here. Finally, please share this podcast with your family and friends on social media. Hit that follow, subscribe, or auto-download button. As some of the algorithms have changed in many of your apps, you may not realize it, but it may not be auto-downloading anymore. So make sure you check to see if it's working the right way. I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.